Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're glad you joined us once again. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505 studios. That's right. We're here like we are every week, trying to pull you in to get you back. That's right. We're here for your entertainment, your knowledge, uh, to put out anything you want us to put out, actually. That's right. And just to talk about stuff that we like. Yeah. So... Y'all know how to get in touch with us if you watch the end of the video. And if y'all listen to the end, the email is there. But I'll just go ahead and tell you one more time. CryptidCrossroads505 at gmail.com. We want your story, whether you've had a sighting, a hunting. um, If you've seen some crazy gold teeth, tell us. Yep. Or uh, if you... uh Want to give us love mail, hate mail, whatever that's, you want. That's right. We want to hear from you. Right. All right. So before we get started, we're going to do our traditional shout out to you with the shot. Okay. Now, before we do this, now, I've got the little miniatures here that we said some time uh, ago. They no longer sell them in Albuquerque. And they, they don't. They don't sell them in Grants. I don't know if they sell them <clears> in Gallup. I don't know if it's a city thing or a statewide thing, but... They will not sell this individually, but they'll sell them in a pack of 10. Huh. Go figure. What so is, I guess they don't want us to drink one. I guess they want us to drink 10. I mean, what's the purpose of that? I don't know. Well, I I don't know. I guess we'll have to drink 10 from now. Okay. Well, then here goes right. number one. Well, here's number one to you. For you. To you, for you. That's right. Oh, good stuff. <clears throat> And after what we've been drinking lately, that's like nothing, huh? Right. <laughs> we've been hitting that fire water. <clears throat> anyway, we're going to get started. And we thought tonight we'd switch it up. We're, you know, we do love the Squatch topic, and we always want to talk about Squatch. But Right, right. That's our favorite. That's, uh, yeah. well, that's, look at us. We're part Squatch. That's right. <laughs> anyway, there's been some interesting videos that have been floating around on the Internet, and may, maybe many of you have seen them. Right. And we were just watching one of some UFOs over the South China Sea. Now, we know this is a heavily disputed territory area right now. It's it's a hot topic. And uh, the video that we just watched shows some uh, UFOs just cruising along. And I, I don't know, do you think, what, what kind of flight was it? You think it was uh, like a, an... Indian flight from India, or it was a—I don't know—it was some <clears throat> kind of commercial flight because uh, the pilot definitely had an accent. He definitely, but did. but the other pilot did not. Right. So it—I mm. it, don't know. Well, I well, I—it's I, I, hard to say which airline it was and where it was originated from, 
but the pilots definitely saw it. Right, and uh, they, were, they were talking about it. Look at that, and it, it was weird because they were like in what, rows of three? Right, they were rows of three, which looked like it was nine craft that were just cruising along, and they were all in formation, and what was cool about it is none were out of sync. They were all in sync. Right, and they cruised along... Uh, the commercial airliner or the airliner, I don't know if he's even commercial. I think it was a commercial airliner. Right, but was. we don't have all the facts about right. it. But it was cruising along above the clouds, and you could see these things just appear from the clouds and start cruising in the opposite direction, right? Right. And uh, what, they were in the air for 10, 15 seconds? Right, and what, what caught my attention is they were in rows of three, and it's like one faded out and immediately... At the end, it was from, if you were in the pilot seat from left to right, it would fade out and it would pop up on the right side. And they did this as they were moving along. And then I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder why right. they would do that. Right. I don't know. It was, it was just a, it was a neat video. Um, like we said, it's on the internet. You can't believe everything you see, but this one was pretty convincing. Right. Uh, they, they didn't claim it. It was UFOs or anything. They just showing what they were seeing. Right. It, it was pretty neat. And then before you knew it, they all just disappeared. Well, like like the pilot with the accent said, he said, what the hell is that? Right, right. And I agree. If I would have saw that, I would say, what the hell is that? Yep. And then at the end, all they said was gone. They're gone. <clears throat> and they did. They just disappeared. Yeah. Um. So that leads me to believe that those are truly craft from out of this world because we we were talking about it off camera and we know we have that technology and that we're trying to replicate it and supposedly we already have. But have we replicated it that good? I, I don't know. Um, my, my question is, because this is a highly disputed area, what are these uh, UFOs doing in that area? Right. I, I think, I think you know, if they're that advanced that they know where the hot spots in the world are because I've heard they could read our minds, our intentions, everything. Um, or maybe they've just been around so long they've learned our language and they could just intercept communications. Well, uh, if, if they could travel from other planets here, they could intercept our communications easily. That's right. a given. Uh, but it, I, I was wondering because, well, the, yeah, I think you're right about that intercepting communications because let's take this back to the 60-minute interview with the pilot that him and his, uh, I, I, she was a female, right, the, the other pilot, and they were supposed to meet at a secure rendezvous point, but they said uh, it's called the Tic Tac video, and when they were saying, they said, well, it's gone. And uh, they got on the radar and they said, well, it just popped up at your rendezvous site. Right. So it either read their mind, intercepted communication, or, but it just zoomed <clears throat> from where they were and it was at the rendezvous point where they were headed. Right. And, and that rendezvous point may not have even been broadcast over the radio. No. It could have been a predetermined site before they even took off. And that's what, that's what they said. These are, it's randomly chosen. <clears throat> I think he said that they, they constantly change them randomly. Right. And that one was their new rendezvous site, and he, he couldn't explain how they knew where they were going. Or they could uh, be so advanced that when they punch in the coordinates to their they, navigation aids, they're like, oh, they're going here. Yeah, they're going there. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. We don't know why, but right. it's amazing. But, but this one over the South China right. Sea, that, to me that brings up a lot of questions. As we know, that whole area is pretty tense. 
you know, China claims it's theirs, and international law says otherwise. It does. And but it's the whole region is tense. Everyone knows that China is just waiting for the opportune moment to invade Taiwan, take it over. Right. And um, maybe these people know what's going on, or these creatures. I don't. I don't even know. People, creatures. What are? Well, I. You know. I don't know. I, until we see one or meet one, we're gonna call them creatures because they don't. You know. They say some look like us. They say some don't. Um, let's just call them extraterrestrial beings. Now, if, if there's a... Everyone said if there's an evasion, it's going to be ugly because there's more than likely going to be nukes involved. Well, the small nukes, definitely, because now we have that capability. And that, that brings me to a point. Uh, we know that that may possibly happen. We know that we may possibly use nuclear weapons. Here's my thought on it. Do you remember us talking on, this is many, many episodes uh, ago uh, in the past about, I was telling you about they were testing warheads and uh, they filmed a UFO shooting three beams and it made the warhead just spin out of control. Uh, as well as the base in Wyoming, where they shut them down. They shut them down. So since this is a highly disputed area that's tense, maybe they see possible conflict. Maybe they see we could possibly do nukes. And if we were to shoot those, of course, they, we've been told that they, they're warning us that we're going the wrong way on this right. planet. We're going to destroy this planet. And uh, maybe they're in that area... Now, saying if you shoot the nukes, we're gonna we're gonna kill them. They're gonna be dum dums. Right, and that's the thing. Will <clears throat> they intervene? That's a good question. Now, I was watching another video on. Uh, it was a high government official. They were talking about, just like you said, how these uh, extraterrestrial alien, whatever you want to call them, these right. spacecraft that aren't of this world, have intervened or interfered with us before. Now he was talking about an aircraft flying at. 40,000 feet, and there was a UFO around it. It did something, but it stopped that aircraft dead in its tracks. Wasn't going forward, wasn't going reverse, wasn't going up or down. <clears throat> kind of sounded like a, like a tractor beam. Right. And if they could come from other planets, I think they... Right, they, but they, this they is could. coming from a higher government official. And... Um, the, on the same video, they're, they're saying that there's a lot more out there, that the video that the Pentagon or whoever releases these videos, right. they said that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. And these are the ones that are like not really important. They said they have some really good footage, but those haven't been released. And of course, they're not going to release them because, of course, you know, it'll start a public panic. I truly think it would. I think people would, I think it would just change the whole structure of this world. People would demand answers. People would get frightened. They think, oh, they're here to kill us. They're going to invade us, blah, blah. Right. And, but we don't know. Right. Now, the government's way of thinking is uh, people one-on-one -on -one are very smart, but you tell the masses something and they just go bonkers. That's because we can't come to one frame of mind one unison frame of thought right you know everyone has a different opinion a different thought and, and that's fine but when there comes mass hysteria involved no one wants to listen no one wants to 
participate. They just want to do their own thing. And that's when it becomes uh, the survival instinct, fight or flight. Right. And it takes one person in the crowd to go bonkers and get everyone going. That's right. It, it takes one person. That's why they say one apple will spoil the whole bunch. Okay. Now, also, I, I saw another video. <clears throat> they had the uh, top officials from the CIA, the Pentagon, the Pentagon Department of Defense. Right. And they're talking about these videos when we're supposed to, what was it, a few months ago, we were supposed to get full disclosure. They, these sure. videos that were leaked, they said that this technology is not of this world. Now, we've discussed before, well, even before this, we were talking off camera, and we said, uh, if we do have this kind of technology, I think these top officials wouldn't even know, because it'd be like some kind of black ops stuff. That's the only way you could keep it secret. Right. I, I believe that. Because just like uh, with this full disclosure, if these officials, they're just... Um, like in the Pentagon, they're just military guys that work their way up. You know, they're nothing really special about them. They they haven't been in like black ops, CIA kind of stuff. No. But uh, I, I think they would spill their guts to Congress if they knew anything. Because, you know, what happens when you lie to Congress? Uh, you either go live with the Clintons or you go live with the fishes. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take the fishes. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, that was what we discussed is some of these top officials might not even know. There's research and stuff going on. And I believe it, it happens more than you think because that's how we keep our top secret stuff secret. Of, of course. You know, it's and like we we're talking about as you have all these private industries working for one common goal and they don't even know it. One works on this piece of it, one works on that piece of it. It's broken into bunches and pieces, so many that everyone perfects it, but the ringleader that knows about it all brings it all right, together. Right. Now, uh, a famous prophet, we won't get into religious stuff, but he once said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. That's right. Yep, so it's kind of that stuff. And that's what uh, black ops are about, don't let your... Right hand know what your left hand's doing. Right. My right hand never knows what my left hand's doing. <laughs> my left hand would get jealous. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's a family show. Well, but, yep. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but I, I believe that there's a lot uh, that's kept secret from everybody. And it has to be, you know, because look at all these congressmen. Uh, it, it's not in the front page news like it should be, but these ones who get caught up with uh, these foreign women that are spies right and they spill their guts showed you that loose lips sink ships yep that's it's why true. uh and i'm gonna say this to a couple people i know stay out of the chinese massage parlors oh you no get happy ending anymore big boy no unless you show me how to make you a fool oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. No, that, that was racist. That's bad joke. Sorry. Uh, well, it is what it is. We're not racist. We don't discriminate. We, you know, we make fun of everybody. That's right. That's right. Even ourselves. That is right. Well, let's go on to the next video that we're watching. And it, this one was about naval warships that were out at sea and they were being surrounded by a swarm of, I guess, UFO drones, they were saying? They said these things were about six feet. Uh, yeah, in length. In length. So, you know, they're not your mothership. They're not your typical UFO. Um, I wonder if they send down just like like drones, like scouts, like... Or probes. Or probes, yeah. 
you know, they, just to see what's going on. They could be unmanned because one of the things we talked about with this, uh, the way some of these UFOs fly, how could any living being survive the G-forces? You couldn't. And, and the way they maneuver, stop instantly and go in another direction. And one of the things we discussed was maybe AI. Yeah. Or else a, a, a drone. Right. Well, anyway, it was 2019 that, that these warships were out there, and they were being flanked for an hour, he said? Yeah. And it was pitch dark, and the only reason they caught it was this ship was uh, manned to the gills with the latest technology. It was, uh, it was a surveillance ship, yeah. and uh, they're scanning the skies, and that's what they caught. Right. Now... Um the, these ships are they're vastly different than when we were in the military. Oh, to, they, they don't even they they resemble nothing like what no. you you steamed on. No, when we were in the military, when I was in the navy, uh, it was the typical World War II type warship. These ships today are just so high tech, and even the body style it's they're they're crazy. They're cool to look at. Right, right. But um, I don't know. Our, our technology has made leaps and bounds. That's why I do personally believe that we do have some technology. Look, when we were growing up, we had the black and white TV with the two knobs. Right. And the rabbit ears. Now look at these little devices that will do right. anything. Well, and that's what I said. You know, when I was in high school, I think I was a sophomore. And I, I said, you know, uh, my friends used to always call me, and, you know, I used to talk to hot chicks all the time. And uh, I said, man, I can't always be home to take the calls. But I thought to myself, if I could take that phone and put it in my pocket. And this was in 1983. And about 1991, the first one of these came out. Right Now look, now look yeah. at her. Nothing like this, but... no. They've evolved. They've evolved. Of course, of course, technology evolves. And we started with, you know, primitive technology, but I, we got it from somewhere. Right. Uh, let's just look at the time frame. For thousands of years, we were on horseback. Comes the Industrial Revolution, coal-powered, steam-powered, locomotive, and then comes the Roswell Crash. And even before that, the crash in Aztec, New Mexico. And even before that, the crash in, where was it, uh, the Midwest? So, right. Uh, and those other crashes you don't hear about. Right. So there have been alien crashes. The Roswell one is just big news because why? It got published as a UFO crash in the Roswell newspaper the next day and then retracted to a weather balloon. Right. So since that day, our technology has made leaps and bounds, uh, fiber optics. Right. Now, cell phones. I, I remember an, an individual, an older relative of mine telling me that when they were young, something crashed in Gallup uh, into the Hogsback Mountain. Right. The government went and took it right away. Of course it was. Would. Was it UFO? Was it an experimental craft? Who knows? But they swooped in quick and took it. Uh, well, they swooped in quick in Roswell, too. Right. Now, but getting back to that, uh, the, yes. the drones around the, the Navy fleet. Right. They said this went on for, what, three days? Three yeah, it went on for quite Every a while. Every night, for three days, where they were just surrounding them. Now, you're surrounding a military warship. You either have to have confidence that they have no arms on board 
or confidence that you could, no matter what they point at you, you could evade or stop. Right. Now, it doesn't say anything about firing upon these crafts. No. But it does show one dip into the ocean, and that's the last I've seen of it. And, you know, these these craft, uh, I think we're not going to fire upon it because, we. first of all, we don't know what it is. We don't want to start an international war. Second of all, maybe we knew better. True. True. Maybe we did. Right, right. Now I want to I want to touch real quick on another video. I, I couldn't pull it up for you, but I seen uh, I seen it about a week ago, and I I watched it again today. It was supposed to be in Puerto Rico. Some they caught it on surveillance. A UFO flies across the runway of an airport, over the edge, and it dips into the ocean for a second. It comes back out and it splits into two. Hmm. I I've seen videos like that. <clears throat> And I wonder how they split. I wonder, is it two craft joined and then they just go their separate ways? Because we've seen videos where they split in the air as well. Right. There'll they'll be one and then they just burst off in, into many. Right. So Now, how does that work? Do they fly together as a cluster then they could break off? Or? I, I would think so. I would think it's like a cluster and then one will branch off and go their way and one... Kind of like, uh, do you remember in Close Encounters how they, and then they just broke off? Right. Um, and that leads me to think, you know, Steven Stilberg knew someone really high up that gave him some really good information. Right. We've talked about that, how we did. they allow Hollywood to leak some of that stuff. They did. And and according to the rumors, while they were filming, filming Close Encounters of the Third Kind, there were government officials on set. You know, telling them what they can and can do. Right. So, how true that is, I don't know. Let, let's call Steve. Right. Uh, let me, I'll text him, see if he's still awake. He's about 98 now. Yeah, let's give him a call. <laughs> no, but uh, I think all these stories, whether it be a, a UFO a movie or maybe uh, something about a, a haunting or of the boogeyman, there's always a grain of truth to them because they have to start somewhere. Right. And, y- you know, my my philosophy is, we we always say that we we know so much, but we don't know it all. There's so much just about the natural world that we don't know. Right. <clears throat> like you said, spirit spiritual encounters, the hauntings, the the three o'clock bumps in the night, three a.m. in the morning, and my closets start shaking. Right. What what is that? You know, of course. Uh, the religious community is going to say, oh, it's demonic activity, this and that, or ghost in uh, your apartment, your house, or even ghost in the bar. I've seen videos of ghosts in the bar flipping over chairs. Right. What is that? It's funny how uh, when something like that happens, a religious community says it's demons. It's, or, it's automatically or, or else demonic. The, the scientific world says Oh, it's, there's nothing there. You have a chemical imbalance in your brain. Take these pills. There you go. But the truth is, we don't know. Um, if you watch Discovery Channel, there's so many programs about paranormal uh, hauntings, spirits, you know, hauntings in hospitals, hauntings in this house, hauntings in that, the dead files, you know. Right, right. Ev- everyone has their paranormal activity, but... What truly is it? I don't think we'll ever know. A lot of it we won't. Um, I mean, if you if you brought up it with a religious background, 
they teach you that you know once you die you go here or there right or you wait for judgment or whatever right. but i don't know i believe just like i could get lost driving to say texas right. a soul could get lost on the way especially a soul that don't want to be judged because maybe they did something or they're they're afraid of going yeah right right so they're going to do everything they can to remain but these are just our theories um I don't know why some remain and some don't, uh, but back to the UFOs. Right, right. No, but uh, it's, yeah. no. Well, this was going to be my point to that: that maybe some of these hauntings aren't spirits at all. Now we watched a documentary. It was called Gray Two Face. Yeah. Or and then, and that's where they talk about a. The mock UFO invasion and how they're pumping out these uh, AI things that are basically aliens. Right. But the way that documentary starts is they thought they went to this house where they thought it was a haunting. Right. But on on video, it was actually a gray alien. Right. And they caught it on camera. Right. And and I guess they weren't supposed to be there, but they got paid to be there. And if you don't know uh, what we're talking about, the documentary is on, it's Tubi, right? On Tubi. I think it's on Tubi and it's called uh, Two-Face, the Gray the gray Alien. Yeah, Two-Face Gray or something yeah. like that. It's, yeah, it's something like, you'll find it. Yeah, now there's a, a couple of uh, series in that, but uh, they start off with Paranormal, but that's where it gets into the alien part because right. it was supposed to be a haunted house and people seen shadows and stuff. But when they caught it on tape, it was actually it, one it of the gray aliens. It looked like a gray alien. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. The, it, the Australian government paid them to go do a, a paranormal documentary on this Canary Island, it's called. Right. And so they did go, and it just led them down a rabbit hole that ended up being about UFOs, aliens. Right. So when the person doing the documentary... He got approached by people that were supposedly involved in black ops and the government cover-ups with aliens. It took him down a total different rabbit hole. And as he was divulging the information and what he knew about cover-ups and UFO and UFO technology, they started, uh, I guess, harassing him, following him. Right. Monitoring his activities. Right, and that's uh, he got into it into touch with somebody who says that's where they're pumping out the AI aliens. Right. But anyway, getting back to, uh, I want to touch real quick on another video I saw. It was off, uh, it was, they didn't give his name. Uh, it's all anonymous. It was a sailor on a destroyer. One night he filmed a triangular aircraft or some kind of craft over them. Right. It was weird. Uh, it, it didn't fly like an aircraft. Uh, it was, what, what do they call anti-gravity, where they could just kind of move around. Right. But... Um, no, pr- it, no propulsion system. Right. Um, he filmed it. The tri- uh, You could see the triangle, the lights, and people say, oh, it just looks like that because of the movement of the cell phone. And But today, I'm really surprised that they let these military people have phones. On, on board ships? On bases, anywhere. Because if you're friends with any military person on social media, they put a lot of crap out. (laughs) They do. You know, stuff that, uh, you know, people don't, it might not be top secret, but 
people don't need to see because you know prying eyes they dig into that social media stuff of, of course they do i mean but you know as i th- i think they do kind of monitor it yeah, I, but like that video he leaked that video there's no way the pentagon could retract it once it's out on the net no once it's out it's out there's nothing you can do all they could do is say oh i don't know what it was you know that and try and take it down but someone's already downloaded it copied it and send it to to one friend who send it to one who send it to one so it's already been distributed probably 10,000 times before they even know it right exactly and how are you gonna retract 10,000 it's hard but too bad it's already out right yeah so you know we just wanted to touch base on some of these things that we thought were interesting to us. And, uh, you know, if you guys know of uh, any black secret ops programs going on, why don't you reach out to us? Right. And um, I think there's a lot more than we know. Um, a lot of the things we see in the sky we've already discussed. Are they ours or theirs? Or, right. But I definitely believe that there is a other intelligence here now this came from uh i don't know if it's a cia or dod one of these head guys and he said let me try to think his exact words something about we would be ignorant or we would be foolish to think that we are the only you know Mm. life forms no i know what you're talking about and his words were kind of Based on all the stars in the universe and all the planets out there, we would be foolish to think that we're the only life. Right, but he used a stronger word than foolish, like basically saying we'd be stupid. Yeah, he basically said we're idiots if we think we're the only ones. Right. Um, Now, these telescopes that are going towards space, now we just launched another probe toward the sun. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. Now, they're going and they're seeing these parts of space that are supposed to be dark but yet there are solar systems like earth right so there there's there could be a million planets like earth that could sustain life and and i i think we talked the last time they call them exoplanets that planets are like ours and there's we know 10 that are just within the immediate vicinity of our solar system or more i mean they they're not telling us everything so if there's more planets out there like ours that they say could possibly support life, maybe there is life. Right. And, and they say the, the, the universe is always expanding. Right. It's, it's always expanding out. And they see these things that they say shouldn't exist according to the laws of physics. But they do. So maybe we don't know as much as we think we do. That's right. And for the religious people listening and that want to be naysayers, it's okay to believe in God, but doesn't mean God just created us. Don't mean you have to go like this. You're right. You know, have an open mind and, you know, don't let it shake your faith. Just yeah. like if there's a bad person in the in the church or whatever, whatever thing you follow. We're, we're not getting, we're right. not trying to get religious. We're just saying, you know, it... Believe in your Bible if that's what you do, your Quran, whatever, but... Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind because we live on the third rock from the sun and there's many more rocks out there. Right. So, anyway, that's what we wanted to share with you tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. And like we said, if you have something you want to share with us, you know how to get in touch with us. Right. 
<laughs> now, we, we were scheduled to have a guest tonight, but this guest backed out uh, at the last moment. This guest had photographs. We we're going to talk about Bigfoot. Uh, this guest researched Bigfoot. Right. But this guest backed out at the last moment over fear of backlash or trolls giving her a hard time. Criticism. person a hard time. If that's the way you feel, uh, that's understandable. Um, but, you know, tell us your story so we could share it. You can even send it in an email and just say anonymous. And I won't trace your email back and get your name. I won't divulge it. We'll read it as that. Right, exactly. Yeah, because a lot of these stories are very interesting. Uh, we'd love to hear them, and I'm sure our listeners would too. I, I'm sure they would because everyone... I know everyone has their unique stories, whether it's I had a I saw a ghost when I was five or right or right. I did see a Bigfoot and I don't want to tell nobody. Right. Now when I had my encounter, chances are I would have probably kept it to myself for the most part if you know, he would have made me go back and then and then we, we right. got into it, then it just started it became a passion. That's why I don't care about telling people now because I don't care what they think of me. That's right. I, I'm just going to question the stories that well, you say I got blackout drunk and I know I was probed by an alien. <laughs> well, you, you were probed, all right, but was it, it an alien? It was an alien named Juan. <laughs> uh, no. uh, maybe it was an illegal alien. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I mean, even some of these stories that are far fetched, how do we know? How do we, we know? We don't. We don't. We don't. And that's why, you know, no matter how far-fetched your story is, I'm, you know, I'm not going to criticize right. you because I'm sure people think our stories are far-fetched. Yeah. And so, anyway, thanks for listening tonight. Thank you for joining us and get a hold of us. That's you know, right. Let us tell your story or we'd love to have you on to tell it. That's right. That's for you. So. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.